Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Eight o'clock hour here on Sean and RJ 105 to the fan of Marj Choppy, Bobby Belt alongside Peyton and Ryan uh with you as well. Sean out. He is back on Tuesday. Uh, Peyton after and Rai Rai. Pepe and Rai Rai. Rai Rai. I don't know. Hey, while while Sean, Sean calls him Rai Rai. While Sean's not here, mm-hmm. Ryan, do you like being called Rai Rai? That's no, he shook his head no. He shook his head no. I know he didn't. It's a little, little childish, but you know what? It's a nickname. We got to we got to have nicknames. You got to have a nickname in life. What was your nickname growing up? Was it just Chop? Uh, RJ. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh Chop, Raph, Ralph. Ralph's not really a nickname, it's my actual given name. Uh, we need Choppy. a nickname for Sean though. We just call him Sean. Should we name Ryan says Shasha. Shangelo Cataldi. Shasha. Should we just should we just call him something just Shan. and see if he when he picks Shan. up on the sheriff, yeah. What should we What should we start just referring him to it, like like drop it in the first day he's back. Uh, double S, double S. That's what you're going with. Well, you um, know SS. Sean. Uh, no, it's a good question. We need to know. Let's go to the people on this one. I don't know in this day and age if we just want to refer to him as the SS, but <laughs> yeah. uh, that's a good question. We need, we need to go to the people on this one. Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three on the. SeanLamaDingDong.com text line. Let us know what Sean's needed. Shasha. 817 is saying Shasha, just like Peyton did. So, Ooh. I don't know. But let's try Shasha when he gets back. Shasha. Yeah, like we'll each just drop it in. Our, like, look, Shasha. Did you have a nickname? <laughs> uh, yeah, and I don't even know where it came from. Somebody just called me one day, and then everybody else started doing it. When I was a kid, uh, people, and I again, I still don't know where it came from. People would say Bebo. Bebo. No idea where that came from. Bebe. Bebo. It's the reverse of Bobby Belt. Belt, B. Bobby Bo. It's like Debo. I like it. Bebo. Bebo Samuel. All right. Time now for a little bit of NFL overreactions or not as we go around the National Football League. Okay, Bobby, I'm going to ask you some of these. You give me your answer, Peyton. Feel free to chime in as well. All right. But also don't chime in, Peyton. Frank Reich, not Bryce Young, was the problem in Carolina. Bryce Young's QB over the last two games, 59 and 78. Ooh. Um, I mean, I don't think that's an overreaction. 
right? Like, I mean, you fired Frank Reich for a reason. Bryce Young was the first pick overall in the draft for a reason. So, no, I don't think that's an overreaction at all. Um, there, there clearly wasn't, uh, things weren't working well there. They had to switch to Thomas Brown as the play caller and then had to jump back to Frank Reich. So, no, not an overreaction at all. All right. What do hey, you got? You think that's it. an overreaction? I don't think it is. Yeah, I don't think I'll it is. I think Bryce is a good player. I think I think he's going to be a good player. I think it's still not out of the one possibility that he's better than C.J. Stroud, although it's not, well. likely. it's not likely. But I don't think it's crazy to think at this point that he could be at some point. Um, if you thought he was better than him in college, then why would you not think the same thing in the NFL? Next one. Buffalo is the AFC team to beat. Ooh, that's an overreaction. Because the Baltimore Ravens just established that they're okay. the biggest, baddest mofos in the NFL right uh-huh. now. But I think there is a strong case to be made that Buffalo is potentially the third best team in the NFL right now. And if there's somebody who, if there's somebody outside that top two that we keep talking about, San Francisco and Baltimore, that could challenge those two, I think it's Buffalo on their best day. Okay, so if I said. The Bills are the best team, are, are the team to beat outside of San Fran and Baltimore in the in the AFC or in the NFL. Um, I I think you can. That's I don't. I, there's a case to be made for it. It's so weird I, I would say not an overreaction. Team. They're wild. They'd be a wild wild card team. I mean, so they could still win the division. There's still can. a shot. Yeah, no, they can. Yeah, so, win out. Miami lose out. Right. I, yeah. So I I mean I, I'm going to say that if it's outside of Baltimore and San Francisco. Not an overreaction because it's at least within the realm of conversation. It may not be the case. We may feel like Miami's better over the next couple weeks, but it's at least in the conversation. So not an overreaction in that sense. If we're including Baltimore and San Francisco, it's an overreaction. And by the way, it's not a they don't have a shot to win the division. They have a great shot to win the division. I might put them as the favorites right now. Well, because they got an easy game this weekend. Against the Patriots. Miami plays Baltimore and Buffalo. Yeah, so Buffalo's going to have, as if they win and Miami loses to Baltimore, like, destiny it, is in Buffalo's it. hands. Yeah, and, and and the way Buffalo beat them the first time around, how do you not have Buffalo as the favorites in that game? Is it is that one in Miami? It's in Miami, obviously, but. I think, and I'm trying to remember, I think Josh Allen has struggled in Miami when he's played there. Josh Allen and Tom Brady, both struggling in Miami. Tom Brady? All right, so I, I, I think Buffalo, I think, like I said, I thought Buffalo – I they've lost their last game until the Super Bowl. Now Baltimore may throw a wrench into that, but they are the scariest. They, they, in terms of yeah. like unknown, you could get a Super Bowl run or bounced in the first round. Like Buffalo is a scary football team. Mason Rudolph just ended the Kenny Pickett experiment in Pittsburgh. Um, that's an overreaction. I think we've got more than enough evidence to know who and what Mason Rudolph is at this point. Uh, Kenny Pickett, I was never super high on coming out of school. Um, and there's obviously been struggles there. But no, I, I that's an overreaction because I think you need to see when they get a new offensive coordinator in there, you get into year three. That's where I think we make the Kenny Pickett determination. But nothing Mason Rudolph does impacts that for me. So overreaction. I, uh, I, Man, I don't think Mike Tomlin's our coach next year. There's growing buzz about that. I don't think he's their coach. I don't know that. Which he's the type of coach that if he hits the open market and he's willing to go somewhere else, um, it's, there are it's, several teams that should consider firing their coach even if they I, weren't going I, to just to go after and get him. I think he's fantastic. I, I would hire him in a heartbeat. 
in a heartbeat. And I love Mike McCarthy. I love McCarthy. Yep. Uh, but he Mike, loves you. He does. He does. And I'm not saying I would fire McCarthy to hire Tomlin. I would not. I would not fire him to hire Mike. But there's because I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to start that precedent, right? Yeah. Like if you're going to fire the coach, fire the coach. Don't fire the coach only if you can get this one other guy. Um, but like if I was a team with an opening, oh, oh, oh man, I am all in on that one. All right, next one. The Jags are going to miss the playoffs. Um, man. So they've lost four in a row. They lost four in a row. Trevor's been hurt for what half of those games, and now he's got the sprained AC joint. Man. So who knows how that's going to impact him? I think it's well within the realm of possibility that they miss. Now they've got Carolina and Tennessee, Tennessee. Yeah. the rest of the way. And Is so, Levis out for the year? I don't know. Let me look here. I know, I know he's banged up. I mean, either way, they're going to have, um, you know, the Jags might not even have Trevor Lawrence, but. He practiced yesterday. Will Levis did. Okay. So, um, CJ Stroud is looking like he's on track to come back from concussion protocol. And there's a three-way tie currently in the division. Jaguars hold the tiebreaker, but it's three-way tie at eight and seven with the Colts and the Texans. God, so, I can't believe the Colts. Shane Steichen, man. Coach I of, can't believe. Coach they, of the year there. argument to be had there. Um, but I'll say not an overreaction. I think that's well within the realm of possibility. They do have that, that advantage of the soft schedule here at the last couple weeks of the season. But not an overreaction. Definitely a possibility. Peyton? I would say not an overreaction. If CJ Stroud is playing, then I would pick the Texans right now to win that division. But yeah, the Jaguars, they play, you know, they're at home against the Panthers this week and then at the Titans next week. So I mean, even without, you know, Trevor Lawrence in those games, I think they're still favorites to win those games. All right. I mean let me throw one in here. This is a new one. I just added this one. Russell Wilson is the next Patriots quarterback. Oh. Um, Maybe, I guess, depending on who's coaching next year, what it is that they're looking for. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, does he, does Russ fit in with the New England way? Even if Belichick's gone, I imagine there's going to be a lot of New England way principles. So I'll say overreaction. No, I, I don't know that New England and yeah. Russ are a fit. I, I'll, I'll say overreaction too. I'll say this. If you're New England and you're going to fire Bill, you better not hire a disciple. No, you can't do you that You need again. to, because then you're just like, it's like, wait a second, you're going you're gonna to take a lesser coach? to run the same thing and have the same mindset and mentality. No, man, you got to go completely opposite of that. All right, I'll stick with the Patriots. Bailey Zappi has bought himself another year. Uh, bought himself another year in what respect? Like uh, as getting a shot as the starter? Yeah. Um, not, not an overreaction. I mean, he absolutely has played well in these last few games. He's, you know, I'm looking here, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Denver, you're talking about he's had six touchdowns, two picks, completing passes at a north of 70% clip. They've won two of those three. They were within striking distance of the Chiefs. And so, yeah, I, I think that he's got more of a case to be made for getting a crack at that starting job next year than somebody like Tommy DeVito does in New York. Um, but, no, not an overreaction. I, I think he absolutely has I, yeah. done enough to earn a shot. I, I got to be honest, man. Like, I, 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 You're I, biased. You're biased. Because you, you you had a a crush on Bailey Zappi I mean, when he was coming out, you liked yeah, him at Western Kentucky, man. He set set like every record. I do wonder though, like if they if they win these final two games, is that could, is that possible they could save Bill's job? The way Zappi has played with that kind of does Bill want his job saved? Well, that's quite. I don't know. That that's a good question. They're four uh, and eleven. 
Yes, they would be. They got Buffalo and the Jets. They could, I mean, they could they could split. I mean, they could. I mean, I guess split they, is your best hope. I don't think you're beating Buffalo. I don't think you're beating Buffalo either. But I'm just say if they do, and they go to six and eleven from where they were, which was like the worst team in the league, and basically because they put Zappy in, and maybe that who knows maybe that saves uh, him a job. Baker Mayfield should get a long term deal from Tampa. Ooh, um. Man, we've we've done the Baker Mayfield experience several different times now. Um, and I think if there's one thing we've learned, it's that you can't always trust what you're getting from him. Uh, so I would say he's earned he's earned the job for next year, but I think you need to see it again before you say, hey, let's lock you in long term. But no doubt about it, he has he has played really well this season. 26 touchdowns. Eight interceptions. Uh, he's completing 64% of his passes. Passer rating is 96.2. QBR isn't great, but it's not awful. 56.9. Second highest of his career. Um, but yeah, awful. I think he's I think he's earned another shot. Yeah, I don't have a long-term deal is the way I would go with it. Overreaction to long-term deal, not an overreaction to getting the starting job next Can year. they franchise? They could franchise him, right? Oh, uh, yeah. In theory, like, yeah. They, yeah, there's no stipulation against that. Yep. So... That might be the route they would take. My question is, what would he be worth? Though? Like, like, I mean, if they don't franchise him, let's say they just come to an agreement on some sort of a deal, though. Mm-hmm. I, like, I wonder what he would get on the open market. Even if Tampa wouldn't, I wonder if there is somebody who would say, well, we'll give you multiple years and decent money because we like what we've seen. And the franchise tag is like the average of the top. Yeah, so it's going to end up like, I, I don't know what the number is. I would imagine it's probably somewhere between like 38 and 40. That's high. I'm not giving Baker Mayfield 40 million a year. I mean, it's just a year, though. Yeah, it's just a year, but like that's, I mean, you're 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 paying him in the in the elitish category, so who knows? Uh, all right, you want uh, Rams or the Joe Flacco overreaction? Oh, well, we kind of did Flacco yesterday, yeah. so give me the Rams. All right, the Rams are the team nobody wants to play. I don't think that's an overreaction. I think they've been really impressive in the last several weeks. Sean McVay is obviously a really good coach and one of the more difficult offensive minds to game plan for. Um, and Stafford is playing at a high level. Uh, so I, I think that that is probably the team in the NFC that is the dangerous one that nobody really wants to play right now. It doesn't mean that you wouldn't necessarily yeah. pick that. Like I remember a couple of years ago, San Francisco, when they beat Dallas, I picked Dallas, felt like Dallas was the better team in 2021 but san francisco was still the team that you felt like nobody wanted to get even though they were the sixth seed you didn't want to have to play against that physical football team so uh i don't think that's an overreaction i think that is the team that nobody really wants in the nfc right now here's um here's who they've now they've won five of six prior to that they had lost four or five they've beat seattle by one the cardinals they destroyed they beat the Browns handily. They beat the Browns by 17 points. They lose to the Ravens. They beat Washington. They beat the Saints. Yeah, my only thing is, yeah, they are playing good. They've also not played anybody. Yeah, but I mean, that's even before they started figuring things out. Like, they played San Francisco really tough earlier in the year. I Which just don't they always do that? Yeah, and that's that's kind of what I'm saying, though, is that, like, I think that's a team that... Would you pick the Rams to beat Philly right now? I would. I think Philly's, in a, Philly's a mess. So I would pick the Rams to beat Philly. They always play San Francisco tough. 
Tampa obviously is not like any higher seed. I don't think necessarily wants to play them right now. I no, think I don't think you want to play I think, them. I think they'd give them a hard time. But like, would you would you pick them over the Cowboys? No. Would you pick them over San Fran? No. Would you pick them over Detroit? I don't think so. I don't think so. But even if you wouldn't pick them, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's them. the challenge. Yeah. You, you'd prefer other people. So I, I, no, I, I think understand. That that's fair. I, I get what you're saying. I, I think you're right on that one. I think you're right on that one. Okay. All right. There's a little bit of NFL overreaction or not here on 105 through the fan. Oh, but you know, it's Christmas. Let's talk baseball. Uh, how the Rangers can repeat as World Series champs. And Bobby's got some audio. We got Babe Lopper coming up at 840 here on 105.3 The Fan. Let's- how powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Coming up at 840, the great Babe Laufenberg will join the show. He is very close with Dan Campbell. He obviously is close with uh, Jimmy Johnson, who's going to the Ring of Honor. Very close with Peyton Russell. He very close. Trivia with answers. Boy, yes. man, we better be on our P's and Q's today. Sean's not I think. here to bail you all out. Hmm. Well, actually, you know, Babe texted us yesterday and said oh. that I'm getting too good for you, and he's going to have to make these trivia questions a little harder because I keep beating him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so well, I don't know this week's one, so I have no idea if Tell it's going to be hard or soft. Uh, I'm not joking. He really said that in the text, didn't he? He did. He really did. Yeah, well, he he's just coming. He's me. coming hard today. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. You know what? I just said good. I know. I'm going to leave that at that. Leave it at that. All right. Uh, I saw this on uh, on ESPN yesterday. Uh, it's from David Schoenfield, a good friend of ours. Friend of the show. Uh, who said the one, he said the one stat for every Major League Baseball, for every AL team, I should say, that's going to make or break them. They are... I can't believe it, but we're two months into the offseason. And there are still a ton of good free agents on the market, including Jordan Montgomery. Yep. Like, can I, and, and this is the thing. Once Yamamoto and Shohei went to the Dodgers, 29 other teams 
have a lot of money to spend Which that they did, budgeted did for. Did you see the uh, the Yamamoto quote that he was yesterday? In, that Shohei being there didn't play did a role. Nothing for it. Which is something we had heard. We had heard that he wanted to play somewhere with other Japanese players, and he uh, he. But he says nope. I, I would have been going to the Dodgers regardless. Or, well, m- maybe not the Dodgers regardless. They paid him the most money. Because the sure. he according to John Heyman, he gave the Yankees a chance to match. Did you see this? So that had yeah, so that had nothing to do with Shohei. Right. The Yankees offered three hundred million. And the Dodgers, Dodgers offered three twenty five. Yeah. And the Yankees he they, he said just match. And they said no. We don't because we didn't want to pay anybody more than Garrett Cole. He he makes three hundred and twenty four million. And they did not want to pay another pitcher on their team because they already paid Judge more. Yeah, but Garrett Cole makes more annually, doesn't he? Yeah, and Yamamoto. So what's the, like, people, this is a stupid. So dumb. This is a stupid, like, you're splitting hairs. Here. Like, like what matters is how much, do you care if I make, um, you know, for instance, if I were to say, like, well, yeah, I make, uh, over 10 years, I'm going to make $20 million. Versus, you make nineteen million dollars over two years. You make more money than me. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand it. Like, I don't get it, uh, and and I don't know. I haven't seen because I know the Yankees offered three hundred million, but I think it was over ten years. Where I took the Dodgers twelve year three twenty five. So the, he took less money yearly, yearly to get more money overall, which makes no sense. And from the Yankees' perspective, if I'm if I'm sitting there, if I'm in New York, and I'm like, uh, wait a second, you wouldn't go and improve your team. Because you didn't want to pay him a million dollars more than Garrett Cole. You think Garrett Cole, who just won the Cy Young and is making $324 million, cares if the guy's making a million dollars more? I wouldn't think so. So is that like, a... Is he that sensey? Or, or is that a just a Yankees thing? The, it, the Yankees did not want to pay somebody right, more so than Right, so like it may be a thing where Garrett Cole doesn't care. He, he, but he they may just, not. They but, view it as some weird... But they were like, well, no, we're not going to... We don't want to disrespect Garrett like that. What? Seems really okay. seems really odd. For All right, a, I mean that's that's one way to go about it. Seems odd for a, a franchise that made a Cleveland Bat Boy put his hair up in his <laughs> helmet. <laughs> that's uh, that's one way to go about it. But so there's still plenty of guys out there, and we'll see where they all wind up. But if you look at the Texas Rangers, the one stat, the number, and there was numbers on everybody, right? The number on the Rays was uh, 118. That was their weighted runs created. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the Yankees, it was 304. That was their team on base percentage, which is super low. Um, with, uh, like, uh, let's see, the Twins, it was 76. That was They led the majors in quality starts with 76 this year. Mm-hmm. For the Rangers, it is 0. 0.48. Oh, that was my BAC at the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, you, you, you may have been higher than that one. <laughs> uh, and, and here's the write-up. The Rangers allowed nearly half a run less per game in the postseason than they did in the regular season. They went 13-4, and won their first World Series. Now they've tried to become the first team since the 2000 Yankees to repeat as World Series champs. The offense will once again be loaded. Everyone except Mitch Garver's back, and they have Evan Carter up in the majors for a full season. Plus, Wyatt Lankford. How about this slash line? 360 batting average, 480 on base, 677 slugging. With more walks than strikeouts in 44 games with four minor league teams after getting drafted. Could you imagine him and Evan Carter back-to-back? I mean, you're, you, you're going to have, I think um, I, I think with the, if those two guys hit back-to-back, in a, if they are in, up in the same inning, mm-hmm. 
there is no chance that pitcher has a fewer pitch inning than 15. Yeah. I, I mean, I... So those two combined. I cannot... I, I can't remember the last time I was as excited for a prospect to debut as I am for Wyatt Langford. Like, for a Rangers prospect to debut. I mean, we were obviously... You know, Jerks and Profar was the top prospect in Major League Baseball. But I wasn't, like, jacked about that one. He was... He was... Yeah. He was... He was considered kind of like a five tool player or whatever else but like profar wasn't a guy that gallo was big gallo was big i'm more excited for langford more honestly excited for langford. the one that it's josh. probably Feliz. josh and he wasn't a prospect but he wasn't a prospect so but when they got him like that first scan's like okay man like now i want to i want to see him play. but as a prospect it's probably Feliz for me because they were just talking about like the guy throws 102 yeah. he strikes out you know and he came up he had that first appearance in Oakland where he struck out the first four and he went on that crazy run at the end of the 09 season. So this is probably the prospect I've been most excited to see since Feliz yeah. debuted. Now, next part of the write-up. But the pitching, how will it shape up? This is a team that barely made the playoffs with 90 wins. No guarantee 90 wins gets them in the playoffs next year. Uh, you're going to have Toronto be better. You're going to have Boston, New York maybe be better. Uh, maybe Cleveland. Who knows? Better. Right? Better. Uh, Astros may be better. Who knows? Uh, the big news has been Max Serger's backs. Mac. Max Scherzer, got it. There we go. Back surgery keeps him out till midseason. They signed Tyler Malley to a two-year deal. He's coming off Tommy John surgery. He's hmm. also out to midseason. Fits right in. Jake DeGrom out until somewhere around midseason, maybe August, maybe not at all. They haven't re-signed Montgomery as once expected, perhaps because they are another one of those teams with uncertainty about their local TV deal. That is and probably they are uncertain about it. They still got Evaldi, Gray, Haney, Dunning, Cody Bradford, plus Owen White and Jack Leiter to fill in as needed until everyone, hopefully, gets healthy. The offense gives them a high floor. There's certainly a scenario where the rotation collapses after more injuries in the first half. A thin bullpen isn't able to pick up the slack. And if they're too far out of it by the time Scherzer and company return, there's a scenario where the offense absolutely explodes, the pitching's good enough, and they enter the playoffs as the World Series favorites again. Man, But, boy, uh, I'll tell you, to have... And a, and a bullpen ERA, a full half run better in the playoffs of the regular season. Oh, that's why you won the title right there. I mean, the bullpen was just so much better. It was also what you were getting from the pitching staff mm-hmm. in general and Corey Not Seager. The bullpen. But, man, the I have a really hard time. I heard Mike talking about this yesterday. Mike still thinks they're going to have a good team next year, and I do too. I think what's likely, though, is some regression. Of course. I mean, that's just natural. Like, they had such a great run differential last year. Um, but I, I don't think it has to be natural. If you had the, if you were liquid enough to be able to play in these free agent waters, I, I think that they could easily put themselves in a position to be a better team this year. They, well, just, they, they, they yeah. don't, it's just not financially tenable right now. Okay. Let me, let me ask you this. Did, did Heim, Young, you know, uh, Garver, Adolis, yeah, uh, Seeger. They all have career years. Heim, Adolis, Gar, uh, Garver did not. Gar- Garver's had a-, a better season before in Minnesota. I think Crossing Garver. Up. Yeah, Garver had a uh, he had a good year. Yeah, he he was good. Yeah, he had a nine ninety five OPS in twenty nineteen with the the Twins. Um, 
yes, Seager had a career year. Young obviously had a career year, but that's also Young's availability. Adolis was better. Um, yeah, yeah Heim. Heim, Heim was at his best. So, yeah, you, you got career years out of those guys. And then you also got, you know, Duran stepped in admirably. Very cool, good. Cooled significantly in the second half. He did, but like they don't make it out of the first half alive without him. Probably. He he was a big-time contributor when they had that long stretch without Seager. Leoti was fantastic. In the times. first half, he struggled in the second again. Did, did Evaldi in the first half have a career year? Oh, yeah. Evaldi was the Cy Young. Right. He, I mean, he started the All-Star game. He was the Cy Young favorite till he started having issues. Did Montgomery in the second half have a career year? I Look, here's the thing. I think that— and I think Jordan Montgomery is, is the—has been— over the last five years, been the most underrated pitcher in baseball. He is the uh, a guy that we were initially supposed to have on the Cowboys cross last night. To me, Jordan Montgomery is the Greg Ellis of Major League Baseball pitchers, where it's like there's just not a healthy enough respect for just how solid and consistent he's been over the last several years. I don't know why so many people ding him. It, just because I guess he's not got the high strikeout numbers. He's a little bit more of a pitch-to-contact guy, but... I, I think Montgomery, I, I don't know that I can say with certainty that that was a career year because he's been really, really solid for the last five years. Yeah, he has been, but he's been disrespected by their league. Yeah. I mean, uh, Brian Cashman basically sent an apology letter out to him for tra- you know, for trading him. Yeah. Uh, the Cardinals uh, basically need to send an apology letter for trading him. Nobody wanted this guy because he doesn't strike enough guys out. It's crazy. Yeah, it's the, uh, you know who he kind of reminds me of, and I know I, I've made this comparison before. He kind of reminds me of uh, Trevor Cahill. Remember Cahill mm-hmm. when he pitched for the Athletics and the Diamondbacks? And he was a really solid pitcher, but he just he didn't get a lot of strikeout numbers. He was more a, a pitch-to-weak contact guy. That That's kind of Montgomery. And Montgomery doesn't look like, obviously, yeah. a, right. like, you know, he, he looks a little more like your, your everyman he out does. there on the mound. I think that makes him likable, too. Uh, you want to do A-Rod or Wander Franco? Uh, let's do Wander. The, the A-Rod stuff's a, a little bit long, so All right. let's do Wander. Authorities raid two homes in search for Wander Franco after disturbing allegations. Wander is the Tampa Bay Rays uh, star uh, who has... Did they uh, check the local high school? Great, great question. Uh, he has. There's allegations out there that he had inappropriate relations with a minor, according to a, a local news report in the Dominican Republic. Uh, the Santo Domingo Prosecutor's Office for Children searched his home and his mother's home on Tuesday. Uh, now, the there are different cities. Uh, neighbors reported that they left messages with Franco's wife. The investigators announced in late August they were looking into multiple claims against him. Baseball has placed him on administrative leave until further notice. In baseball terms, until further notice means they will never see him again. Yeah, he this will, isn't Draymond Green until he will, further notice. He will never play baseball again. Nope. I, I don't even know if he's, um, is it exonerated? If he's exonerated, I don't even think if he's exonerated, he'll play again. No. Baseball I, doesn't care. They will just th- lock you away ask and Bauer. throw away the key. Ask Trevor Bauer. Um, they don't care. If they think you did it, they will throw you out. Um, unless you commit domestic violence, then they'll let you play in 30 days. Okay, for what? There you go. It makes no sense, but there you go. Um, he hadn't played since August twelfth. He denies claims. He denied it on Instagram, but you know they say he's public with a little girl. I'm running around with a minor. That was what he said to the outlet. People don't know what they do, what to do with their time. They don't know what they're talking about. That's why I prefer to be on my side and not get involved with anybody because people gossip and talk smack. Man, okay. if they're if they're searching multiple houses, I, I say this. 
He has taken whatever money the Rays gave him, and he has gone to an island of no jury of no uh um what would they extradition extradition with no extradition that's where he is he is on an island somewhere you will never see him again he he's due for a meeting today he's been summoned for a meeting today by Good by luck. the authorities but yeah we'll we'll see if that actually comes to be wow this this is this is bad this is very very bad Babe Loveberg, Cowboys analyst, joining us next here on 105.3 The Fan on Sean and RJ. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, DFW. It is Sean and RJ here on 105.3 The Fan. Got uh, Patrick Walker coming up at 9.20. But right now, we do our guy, our good boy, Babe Loffenberg. Good morning, Babe. How are we doing today? Uh, RJ, doing well. And Bobby, good morning. Good morning. All right. Let's, okay. let's, let's get right to it. Give us a trivia. Yeah, we got our trivia. But I was thinking, I told... Bobby, and I heard you guys mention on the text, don't mention everything I put on the text now. And not everything, <laughs> not everything, but Peyton needs to be put in his place a little bit. No, no. But I said, uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go difficult. I'm going to go tough this week because Bobby's really good at this. But then I thought, you know what? The holidays, everybody over <laughs> eight, we're all moving a little slow. Uh, so I, I'm going to go a little easy. Okay. Uh, okay. So there are four teams, four teams have never played in a Super Bowl. Not necessarily won it. They've just never been in it. Uh, can you name those four teams? Yes. Of course, we got one coming up Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the okay. Lions. Browns. This is the Browns. Jags. Yeah. And then the last one would be. It's uh, Houston. Yeah, the Texans. There you go. Very good. Did you have an alternate, a tough one? Okay, you ready? Yeah, yeah, hit me. Give me the tough one. All right, Detroit's coming in here, obviously, with Amon Ross St. Brown. Mm-hmm. Okay, got over 100 catches this year. He is tied for the most receptions by a player in his first two years. This is his third year. So in his first two years, he's tied all-time with 196 receptions. Who are the other two wide receivers or receivers that he's tied with? Ooh, all right. First two years, most catches in NFL history. And it's how many? There's three of them that are tied. One is uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. The other two are? Anquan Bolden. Ooh, that was the name that I was going to go for. Am I right? No. Uh, Justin Jefferson. (laughs) That's right. And then we're going to go with, I'm trying to think of who's like a high-volume guy early in his career. Larry Fitzgerald. You know what? You just can't guard this guy. Can't guard it. Oh, Michael Tyreek. Thomas. There we go. Michael Thomas. Michael. Can't guard Mike. That's his uh, That's Mike. his Twitter. Can't guard Mike. <laughs> yeah, well. So there we go. Very wow. good. Okay, good stuff. You, good had stuff to hold, you had to hold our hand through it, but we got there. Okay. Hey, interestingly enough, and I'll be quick on this because I want to get to, obviously, Cowboys, Lions, I know, but uh, those four teams that have not made it to the Super Bowl, 
they, they've all looked fairly promising. You know, they've all got a quarterback. You know, Detroit, Cleveland, they're going to be in it this year. Uh, I mean, in the playoffs. Uh, before, they just these teams never got there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you got C.J. Stroud in Houston, and whatever you think about Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville, they've, they've all got a quarterback, and that's a good start. You know, I, I, I want to tell you about that because, you know, Dan Campbell, I know I know you guys are uh, you're relatively close, and, and he's done a great job. And I think he is like given I think the 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 thought on Jared Goff going in was that he was a little soft, maybe California kid. I wonder if Dan's given him some kind of toughness because he seems like he's a different player now too. You know, you're talking to a California kid, right? California quarterback. Yeah, you guys are soft, right? <laughs> yeah, Elway soft. Yeah, uh, the list Brady. Goes on and on. <laughs> All right, Brady. Yeah. <laughs> Chop, do we really want to go down that road? No, we don't. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Aikman, Aikman. You know, everybody thinks of him as that Oklahoma boy. He was, he was, he was a uh, Southern California guy growing up until he was 12. Um, but yeah, no, I think, hey, I, I think Goff is a, a really talented guy. Um, obviously, he had some turnovers for a while, fumbles, and shoot the game last year against the Cowboys. He had four turnovers, two picks, two fumbles, but small hands. He, he's. He seems to be playing great. Yeah, there you go. He's a big guy. But, man, I mean, he can heat it up. He is he is really a talented thrower. There's a reason, I guess, why he's number one pick of the draft, right? But, uh, yeah, I think he found a good home with uh, Detroit, clearly. Uh, the, the drafting, great. You know, that's a team that has five first-round picks on the roster from the last two years, and and they've got a quarterback. They didn't use a – a first rounder to get the quarterback. Matter of fact, they traded the quarterback, as you well know, and picked up first rounders. So, and they've done a great job uh, of drafting. Uh, and it's funny too. Uh, I know you're a draft guy, uh, RJ, but you'd say, well, don't take a running back and don't take a, a linebacker, linebacker that's not a pass rusher. They did, and they did both. And uh, so far, so far, it, it's paying off for them. And they got Laporta in the second round. That was huge. The tight end. Talking with uh, Babe Laufenberg, Cowboys color analyst. Uh, Babe, you know, Jimmy's going to the Ring of, Ho- Ring of Honor on Saturday night. It's obviously a, a big event. Um, it's something that everybody feels is long overdue. I know you played a couple years for him. Uh, what are some of your memories of Jimmy Johnson? And uh, just obviously this is something that's overdue. Um, yeah, how, how special do you think this will be, not only for Jimmy, but but the the Cowboys crowd? Uh, I think it's a great question you bring up and a great point that you make, uh, Bobby, because I, I really think he will have, he will receive the loudest ovation of any of these ceremonies where players have been inducted into the ring of honor. Uh, because I, I think there's been so much drama, obviously, surrounding the thing. Uh, it's going to be a night game. Uh, again, I, I think, I think the place well, we're going to test the structural viability of AT&T Stadium because I think people have been waiting for this moment probably since about the day he left here, and that was 30 years ago. But, uh, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be fantastic. There's a part of me. So he was in Carolina when they announced it, mm-hmm. if you remember that, the Carolina game. and they, they went in and they had a little presser before the game, and I just thought, is there any way we can put him into the ring of honor remotely from here? Because and- – you, you give those two guys enough time, right? The Cowboys owner and Jimmy, you give them enough time, they'll start feuding again. And by the time we rolled around to the Detroit game, it might be off again. 
Where, where will you be? When <laughs> are you going to try to get down the field? I know it's halftime, right? So I don't know what yeah, you're, what you know, kind of time you have. You know have. where we are, Chomp. So it's a long way down. So I will be up in the booth. But I, hey, I wrote I wrote Jimmy a little note uh, about a week ago, and I said usually these halftime things take place, and I'm doing work, right? I'm, you know, you're looking at your notes, you're grabbing a quick bite to eat. I, I don't usually see any of the halftime stuff, but uh, I, I make an exception for for two halftimes. One was Dolly Parton, and the other will be Jimmy. You know, it's interesting. We were, I asked Choppy this earlier. He says he thinks so. And you knowing Jimmy like you do, uh, I know you had mentioned to us uh, you got a chance to interview him right after he retired from the Dolphins. Um, but we, what do you think the chances are that we get Jimmy tears during this ceremony? I think so. You know what? As people get older, and I'm one of them, <laughs> I think they do get a little more emotional. Yeah. Uh, so I could... Uh, yeah, I, I would be surprised. I don't know if Vegas has a line in it. I'm sure you can get on your phone on FanDuel or whatever the hell it is and uh, <laughs> place a bet. But I, I will be surprised if Jimmy isn't overwhelmed. You know, he's going to have his former players down there. And uh, I mean, it's going to it's going to be a big ceremony. And yeah, I, I think Jimmy at 80 or 81, whatever he is now, uh, I, I can't help but think that he, he wouldn't be emotional. Mm. Uh, and, and he should be. And what's interesting about the Jimmy thing, too, very quickly, you know, we all debate on Hall of Fame, right? Hey, mm-hmm. should this guy be in? This guy's up. Would he be a Hall of Fame? Or would this? There's never been a debate about does Jimmy belong in the ring of honor? Never. Right? Right. Never. No, it's always been. And so uh, when Bobby says long overdue, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's long overdue by any definition of how you put people in there. Uh, is uh, Hunter Lipke the new short yardage back? <laughs> he appears to be. He appears to be. Uh, that was very interesting in that uh, Miami game. You know, they had third and one twice on the opening drive, and both times it was Hunter Lipke carrying the football. Then they get down to the one-yard line, and they had the fumble. And it's interesting. Everybody talks about the Hunter Lipke fumble. I will guarantee you, and I was looking for him yesterday uh, at, at the star uh, when we have the open locker room, and he wasn't in there. But – he he did not think he was carrying the football on that play. If you watch that, he had no reaction like he fumbled, like there was any fumble. He thought he was uh, uh, just a decoy, right? I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what the play call was supposed to be because it was really just a fullback belly. He was the only back back there. But you watch him. He curls up over the ball and goes into the end zone. He's two yards deep, like with his arms over the ball, <laughs> which he doesn't have. So that was, he thought he was faking. Now, again, I don't know what happened, but he clearly did not think he was supposed to get that football. But I do think they're, they're struggling a little bit when they get into that low red zone. They get down to the 10, down to the 5. Uh, I'm not saying, hey, they should have kept Zeke. I'm not saying that at all. But Zeke was that guy for the last, you know, six, seven years where you handed him the ball in there and pretty good chance he was going to push it into the end zone. And they haven't had that guy. And you can see, based on last week, that, they're hoping that Hunter Lipke can be that guy. Babe, is that you obviously having played quarterback, is that quarterback running back exchange more difficult when, when you're talking about the fullback? Like, is it on you quicker or is that just, you know, no, that the exchange is the same, whether you're handing off to the fullback or the running back. Does the depth matter? No, it does. And it's a good point. You, you turn around that fullback, you know, up there at five yards, as opposed to a tailback being back at seven. Uh, you know, that, yeah, they, you turn and they're on you pretty quickly. But again, it was just, it was 
basic fullback belly. I don't know what they call it. And I guarantee you, Hunter Lipke did not think he was supposed to carry the ball. <laughs> so if anybody goes back and, and, and looks at it and watches it closely, he, he doesn't think he's supposed to carry the ball. But it's funny because it's not, it's not a read option where Dak is riding him. Dak just turns and hands it like a fullback belly. So we haven't got to the bottom of that, but we will. Babe, uh, last one for you, and I'm going to, you know, it's not nearly as controversial waters as uh, it once was now that Jimmy's going in. But obviously, like, you know, there's the Witten discussion and Romo and their their futures in the Ring of Honor. So outside of those guys or whatever, let, let, let's go pre-2000. Who is the the new, hey, this guy is overdue to be in the Ring of oh. Honor guy for you? You know, I haven't I haven't even thought of that. Because for me, I, I mean, I've yeah, I've I've, me. I've always wanted Harvey nine, Martin to go nine, in there. Nine. But but I also know that like pre Jerry guys are, are going to have a little bit of an uphill battle. Uh, but what for a me, shame that is. Nate, by the way, Nate should be in there. Nate. Nate Nate Newton, I think, is is the next one that should go up. Well, let me just say, not not disagreeing with any of the people that you are mentioning, I, I do like the fact that the Cowboys is exclusive. I really do. I, I, you look up at some of these stadiums, okay? And I've been around the NFL now. I was drafted in 1983. So what are we looking at? 40 years. Mm-hmm. Right? So I've got a pretty good, pretty good history with the NFL, and I've probably been watching it for 10 years previous. Okay? And you look up and you see these names in some of these stadiums, you don't know who they are. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting there going, and they, they put in, hey, Washington has a trainer. Which is great, Bubba Tire. I know Bubba. He was a trainer when I was there. But Bubba Tire. Bubba Tire. He's in. He's up on the whatever they call their Ring of Honor. He's up on the facing at uh, FedEx Field, and you know, there's just, I mean, and and he's a great guy. But I, I do think it should be. I, I do love the fact that the Cowboys are exclusive. Nobody goes into AT and T Stadium. I don't care if you're ten years old and you look up and say, "Hey, Daddy, who was Roger Staubach?" Right. Hey, Daddy, who is Emmett Smith? But so I, I do love the fact that it's exclusive. But I haven't given, haven't given a lot of thought to the next one in. And you know what's funny, guys? Very quickly, I know we're probably short on time, but I always like as soon as you put in somebody to whatever it is, right? The Hall of Fame, the Ring of Honor. Before they even get in, it's like, okay, who, who's next? And it's like, well, let's just enjoy Saturday night, and then we'll figure it out. It's like, hey, when are you getting married? When are you get married? And then you get married. Hey, when are you guys going to have a kid? Hey, then you have a kid. Hey, when are you going to have another kid? <laughs> We're always on to the next thing. So I'm going to, I hate the expression because it's overused. I'm going to be where my feet are this Saturday night and, and just enjoy old pumpkin head getting in. That's what I used to call him, by the way. <laughs> hey, babe, we uh, we really appreciate it, man. Okay, thank you, guys. Have a great day. Babe Lofferberg brought to you by Johnson Fitness and Wellness Home Fitness Equipment Stores on 105.3. The fan. Who's, who's the next NFL coach to get fired? Is there one? It's a good question. We'll dive into it next. On 105.3 The Fan. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.